What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. Welcome back, guys, to the Dudes You Bet Sports Show for Thursday as we go through all the games and try to give you some winners today in the NFL and college football. Ah, man, we were talking right before the show started. This is another week that it just seems like things could get crazy. It was it was wild last week in the NFL. Maybe this week it's college, right? We'll see what happens. But uh, how are we doing this? Uh, I guess it's this afternoon now for us, Papa Dude. Yeah, just just now turned this afternoon. I'm doing fine. Got out and walked this morning and uh, wasn't near as cold as I thought it'd be. Just got to bundle up and put something on your head and it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, 34 degrees this morning here. So it's certainly uh, football weather, so to speak, in the state of Missouri. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not going to be a bad weekend for weather around here for these games, though. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, you know pretty pretty good temperatures in the 50s and the 60s. So shouldn't be a lot of excuses from that front. Uh, yeah, let's let's get right into it. I, I'm excited for this week. Uh, I'll, I'll pull us up on the screen now. Um, I'm going to get right into college football because I think I again I just have a feeling. We're going to see some weird shit happen this week. <laughs> so um, let's start Friday with the game that I actually think is big time important. Memphis goes on the road to take on Houston. Houston, an eight and a half point favorite in this. And why I think this is important. If Cincinnati does survive this week against SMU, and we'll talk about that in a minute, Houston is the danger. That's the one that will loom large in the American uh, uh, Conference Championship game. What do you think here? Memphis has had a so-so season. Houston, like said, nine and one. Who do you got here on this Friday night game? Well, Memphis is good enough to beat them. And I, if I was Houston, I sure would be glad this game's at home and they don't have to go to Memphis. Uh, Cincinnati needs Houston to be 11 and one when they play them. Mm -hmm. and, and since I can, or Houston can lose a game and still get in, in there because they own the tiebreaker against SMU. So they need Houston to win. Uh, I think Houston will, will take care of business in this one because the game's at home. The line's eight and a half. That's a little bit out there. Um, I think they are really underrated. Look at number 24. I don't, I think they should be up there a little bit higher than that. They really haven't beat anybody though, but, but SMU, but still trying to figure out the boys that, that do these polls is pretty hard. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and if I had to bet, I looked at all the angles here. Uh, I like Houston to cover the eight and a half. I, I'm thinking you may be going the other way. No, I actually like Houston to cover as well. I, I think that's a little bit low. I think they will cover. You're, you're so right. It's just so important for Cincinnati that, that Houston keeps winning and gets to that championship game 11 and 1. Of course, that could with, with Cincinnati, that could change, right? Like it may not even matter if they don't win this week. Well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think it's really important for Houston to win. I'm, I agree. They've won nine in a row. I think 24 is a little low. And I think maybe by the time they get to that conference championship game, assuming they win the next two weeks, they might be up there in the top, I don't know, top 20 at least, maybe even up to 15, depending on how wild things get. So 
Pretty big game uh, coming up on Friday night, coming up tomorrow. And then uh, also tomorrow, San Diego State goes on the road to take on UNLV. Um, San Diego State up to number 19. They're just a 10.5-point favorite uh, in Las Vegas against UNLV. What did you think about this one? Well, you know, most people don't keep up with UNLV at all. But since I do a bottom 10 and they've been in there all year, I kind of follow them. They played a lot of people close. And they've just been getting a little better. And they've won two in a row. San Diego State's come through a tough part of their schedule. I think this could be a surprise. I don't think UNLV, UNLV will beat them. But I think that line's about right. You know, I was kind of looking at this. And uh, I kind of I I would take UNLV and the points in this one. I think San Diego State may have a letdown. And they don't have a very good offense. Mm-hmm. You go on the road, you have trouble scoring. You know, I could see some surprise going on here. This may be our first nutty one of the weekend. I'm kind of with you. I'm going to take UNLV plus 10 and a half here as well. It's funny that we, we actually brought up UNLV, and I think you brought them up, and, and we looked into them a couple of weeks ago. Maybe that was last week. And It was last week. They're not bad. I know they're 2 and 8, but they, they've really been playing teams close. And yeah. like I said – San Diego State offensively, they're not much. And I think that's going to lead to a closer game than that 10 and a half. So um, the other one on the outside looking in, if you haven't followed it, you look at a nine and one team versus yeah. a two and eight team, and you see 10 and a half, and you're going to take that that nine Absolutely. and one team. Well, the other, the other thing is on this too, uh, the team total for UNLV is 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. I would look into that one too, because I think they'll score more than that. I, I agree. And if you think they're going to cover it, you know, I would also think they're going to score over 13 and a half. That's you might really play good. both uh, yes. in that situation. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But that's the games on Friday. Like I said, it's, it's, it's not huge names, but it's two pretty important games uh, for sure. As we roll on, let's roll on to Oklahoma where the Sooners are a three and a half point favorite coming off a loss to Baylor last week. Iowa State, a lot of people don't realize they lost as well last week. Um, three and a half. That's it here for Oklahoma. What do you think about this? Will the Sooners bounce back? You know, that line started at five and a half and it's three and a half. Is that not unbelievable? Yeah. When is the last time Oklahoma has been a three and a half point favorite against a six and four team at home or maybe ever? I can't remember when that's been that would have been, you know, pre Bob Stoops era for sure. Yeah. yeah, they're not underdogs very often, period. And three and a half at home against a six and four team when you're nine and one, man, nobody has given Oklahoma any respect at all. And with good, good reason, you know, yeah. they just haven't, haven't impressed anyone. Uh, I have very little interest. <laughs> I guess I'm a bad fan. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to the game this weekend, which shows you what I think. We were talking to Sandy. He goes, I don't really want to go to you. And I said, no, not really. I just stay and watch it on TV. But anyway, yeah. um, I I cannot let this pass. I'm going Oklahoma. That three and a half, you don't get that with OU. And if you think they're going to win, and I do, they're going to win by more than three and a half, in my opinion. So I, I, I think the Sooners are going to win and cover that. 
it's it's a situation with a couple things. Iowa State, I, I don't think is very good. If you've watched the show for the last 10 weeks, I've said every week they're not very good. Um, they call on the road and they get an Oklahoma team coming off a loss. Uh, usually under Lincoln Riley, they respond pretty well off of losses. I would be worried if this game was at Iowa State. Oh, definitely. But coming back home and, you know, all that kind of stuff and all the all the talk of, they, you know, you guys aren't any good. We knew you weren't any good. If they have any, like, I don't know what the word, heart, guts, whatever, they'll come out and play a good game uh, Saturday morning. I think they get the job done. I took OU minus three and a half as well. Yeah. Um and again, it, it, the, the the biggest factor is it just kind of – it's like I, Iowa State's not any good. Oklahoma has better players than Iowa State. They should be able to match up with them and beat them. Uh, Russ says he likes the under, under 59 and a half. That's the line here. Dennis agrees. Well, he, he likes that thought as well. What do you think of the under in this game? I like that. Um, lost in all of this is Oklahoma is struggling on offense. They really are. They've busted out a couple of times, but they're not very uh, consistent offensively. And Iowa State's got the 10th-ranked defense in the country, which a lot of people don't realize. So, yeah, I, I like that fifty under the 59-and-a-half also. I was listening to the radio this morning, uh, and uh, Oklahoma people uh, were stationed down there, and, and they, were, they had a debate going, what do you think will happen – the most a 21 17 game or a 44 to 40 game and most of the consensus was if we had to choose between the two we'd go 21 17 yeah. in this game and i think it'll be somewhere in between uh but uh, yeah the thing the thing that concerns me a little bit about iowa state this will make their season and it's been a disappointing year for them mm-hmm. if they win this game and they still can in the next week and go eight and four. And that's pretty good for Iowa state, no matter what this, that's what worries me. They may come in, you know, and play like their hair's on fire and oh, you may quit, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, but I like if Iowa state wins, it means Oklahoma has quit on the season. It's, it's just that simple. For yep. Me. yep. Uh, we'll move on. Georgia plays uh, Charleston Southern. I do not think we need to discuss that one. No. Uh, not not a lot of lines on that game, one way or the no. other. Uh, Michigan State, Ohio State, number seven versus number four. Uh, it's the showdown of the week. Both teams are nine and one. How about this? Number four, Ohio State, and number seven, Michigan State square off. And Ohio State is a 19-point yeah. favorite in this game. That is incredible. It is. And I wouldn't bet it. <laughs> I mean, no. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't uh, say Michigan State's going to cut uh, no. points in Michigan State. I just wouldn't do it. I, we just haven't seen much defense out of Michigan State, and they're very weak against the pass. And that's what Ohio State can do. And I think the, the Buckeyes are starting around in the form, you know. And it's their time of the year. They always play well. They own the Big Ten until somebody knocks them off. And I was trying to find some sort of a, a line to bet on this. There's one thing. Michigan State's uh, offense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And the Ohio State defense is not real good. So I took Michigan State over 23 and a half. That was the best thing I could find. If I was going to bet this, that would be the best one I could find. I totally agree. That's the one I picked out of it, uh, the bunch as well. Uh, Russ says 19 points. or 19 is. is a lot of points. Lean Michigan State. Um, 
my deal is I could see Michigan State losing 52 to 31. You know, yeah. and that's why I didn't go Michigan State plus the 19 and just went them over. Because I do think the likelihood of them getting 24 points is pretty high. I think you, so. You, what you worries at, me? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so you look at the games Ohio State's been playing. They're giving up points to teams that have decent offenses. Yeah. And, and the, what scares me about Michigan State, the reason why I, I'm kind of off them, they gave up 40 to Purdue. Mm-hmm. And Purdue just owned them. I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't a fluky forty. No. They just went up and down the field on them. Ohio State's a hell of a lot better than Michigan State or than Purdue on offense. So that's why I don't give the Spartans much of a chance in this game. I hope I'm wrong, but I I just don't give them much of a chance. No, I don't either. I, I do think they have a great chance to cover, but as far as winning this game, I, I just I don't see it being competitive uh, to the point where it's in the fourth quarter and we're wondering who's going to win the game. Yeah, I just I don't, I just don't see it. Yeah, uh, we'll move on to another game, a very interesting uh, Wake Forest, number ten in the country at nine and one, goes to Clemson, unranked Clemson at seven and three. Yet Clemson is a four and a half point favorite in this game. They just continue to kind of be favorites in spots where it's like, damn, I can't believe they're a favorite this week. Uh, what do you think? Did Clemson get a big win here? Or does Wake Forest keep rolling? Well, again, you got the name on the uniform. And yep. that's why, you know, this started out like two and a half. Now it's up to four and a half. Uh, the Tigers are playing better. They're scoring a few points. These lines are weird. These team totals are weird to me. You got Wake at 24 and a half points. Mm-hmm. They, they haven't even scored anywhere close to that all year. They're way over that. Yep. And you got Clemson at 31 and a half. And I don't know they've scored that on anybody except the two flunky donkeys that they've played on their schedule. Yeah, Those lines are unreal. And, of course, it all it's all based on Wake's defense is bad mm-hmm. and Clemson's defense is great. But I got to digging a little bit. Clemson's given up some points. So I really like Wake Forest over 24 and a half. And I kind of think they're going to beat them. But I, I, I'm i afraid to pick them against Clemson. I really am. I think the problem is it's Wake Forest versus Clemson. It's at yes. Clemson. And like I said, it's uh, that uniform. And the uniforms yeah. uh, have kind of been winning these games like this. So. Yes. It's, it's a strange um, line, and, and, and like Russ says, uh, these kind of lines uh, spook me out of betting the game. Yeah. Kind of agree. I'm with you. I'm going to take Wake Forest uh, over 24.5 points, um, but it's it's a situation where, yeah, Clemson's offense has been bad, but there's been some bad offenses score a lot of points on uh, Wake Forest this year. So, and Clemson's, they're playing better. Offensively, they're starting to play a little bit better. It helps when you don't play teams that are very good. Well, that's true. What worries me is I've watched Wake a little bit, quite a bit, the last two or three weeks. If Clemson's defensive front can get to their quarterback and put some pressure on him, uh, I I think he'll have some trouble. I really do. Because you got to think this is the best bunch of athletes that Wake Forest has played. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. This yeah, is a major league defense that they're playing. I definitely agree with that. And that's that's going to be the big thing. How are they going to match up physically with Clemson? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Wake Forest playing, you know, even a North Carolina State, who's a pretty good team. They have different athletes at Clemson. So yeah, that's what's not, going to be very, Clemson. very interesting. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we'll move on. Prairie View A&M goes to Texas A&M. That hey, that's be, a big one. Yeah, a big game. This is the week of SEC teams playing like Division One A or, or, or low right. Division One teams. Um, you know, last week was Alabama that did. Tennessee State, Mississippi State, another big one. Uh, we'll, we'll move on here. The Iowa Hawkeyes are number 17 of the country, up to 8-2. and two. They play that tricky Illinois team that has beaten some teams they probably shouldn't and lost to, definitely, and lost to some teams they probably shouldn't have lost to. Iowa is a 12.5-point favorite in this game. I don't know about that line. What do you think about this one? Well, I don't know. I'd like. I want to make a, a little bit of a comment about the SEC. There, you know, they play that game real late in the year. These these nothing games. All of the ACC or SEC teams have played a nothing game in the last two three right. weeks. Don't you run the risk of getting somebody hurt in those kind of games? I think it's odd that you play that kind of. I I, I know why they do it. Kind of gives them a little break before that final game or two, but. What if you get one of your studs hurt in a game like that? I think it's a little risky, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but late in the year, it is definitely yeah, it's mean little, more. Yeah, yeah, a little risky. But anyway, they've done this for a couple of years now. Boy, I'd like to bet this one, but this has got 17 to 10 written all over it, don't you think? 20 yeah. to 10? I mean, I don't think – I think Illinois will stop Iowa. Everybody else does. But I don't know if I was going to have to give them points to to beat them. That line, 12 and a half, I might take Illinois in the points in this one. I know Be- Belum is out. He has COVID, so he's he's not going to coach. Yeah. Uh, you know, that'll make a difference, I think. But it'll be, a, like you say, a snooze fest for sure. It will be. I just – I don't ever want to take Iowa minus double-digit points. I just don't. Illinois has got a very good defense. They do. I think they'll hang in there. I think they'll keep it close. I'm with you. Like, I don't really care to bet this game, but I do think if you're going to do it, I would take Illinois plus 12 and a half. I I think it makes sense. And it it may come down to does Iowa win 17 to 10 or 17 to 3, you know? The other other line I like, too, is Iowa's 26 and a half team total. I think I'd go under that 26 and a half if I was going to bet something. I, I mean, it would be a miracle, right, for them to get that. So, well, I think, I mean, yeah, because Illinois holds people down pretty good. They yeah. Really do. I, I would think it would take a lot of uh, turnovers and things yeah. like that to get the job Which, done uh, as far as getting to that, that well, total. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. Georgia Tech goes on the road this week to play Notre Dame. We've talked about Notre Dame a lot. They're up to number eight, you know, quietly sitting there waiting for things to fall apart so they can get in the college football playoff. 17 point favorite here. Um, You know, Notre Dame coming off a big win at Virginia where that was not really competitive. You would think Georgia Tech's not as good as Virginia was. Now Notre Dame's at home. This seems like, you know, at first you might think a lot of points, but I don't know. I think I think they cover. Oh, I do too. Unless this is one of those letdown games, you know, mm-hmm. that they have every once in a while. But Georgia Tech's terrible. I just can't see them giving a game. And this Notre Dame team's getting better and better. I, yeah, I think they win this like forty-eight to fourteen, something like that. Maybe forty-eight twenty-one. They may score one late on them. I don't know. It definitely feels like they should get the job done here. I'm not a huge fan of Georgia Tech, and I just think Notre Dame quietly, like said, just sitting there just taking care of business. So I I don't think that will be much of a game. 
What about this one, though? Number 21, Arkansas, coming off a couple wins. They're now 7-3. and three. They go on the road to take on number two, Alabama, 9-1. and one. Alabama, a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, we saw a similar line for Arkansas-Georgia earlier in the year, and Arkansas was not ready. They, Georgia railroaded them, basically. What about this one? Arkansas, you know, I don't think Alabama's as good as Georgia. I think Arkansas is playing better. What do you think? Well, I looked at this one over and over and over again and tried to find something. If they can move the ball, I think they stay in this a little bit. We're we're all kind of – I'm not totally sold on Alabama, but they are pretty – you know, they're better than Arkansas. That line's pretty high. Mm-hmm. The one I, I took is uh, the team score again. Thanks for Dennis. I'm getting all over those now. <laughs> and it's Arkansas only at 17 and a half. Yeah. And I don't think Alabama's defense is that good. The question mark is, will Arkansas be able to run the ball? They have to run the ball effectively to open up their passing game. If they can do that. I think they could score over 17 and a half. I'm really worried about that 20. I, logic says that's too high, but Alabama's beat me so damn many times. <laughs> I'm not going to bet. I'm just staying away from it. What do you think? Yeah, I Arkansas is one of those teams all year. I've, I've just kind of had trouble with them, getting them right. Um, we did get them right last week, but, boy, it was like pulling teeth, you know, <laughs> to get, get them a win last oh, week. yeah, yeah. The thing, the thing about it is you look at it and go, well, gosh, Arkansas couldn't even, like, beat LSU. It took overtime. Yeah. But then you look two weeks ago and LSU had a great shot to beat Alabama. So it's, I don't think they're that far off. Um, I worry about Arkansas moving the ball. Um, I, I just feel like they really rely on a running game. And I think that's what's Alabama. I think that's what they can stop. I think a passing game is what Alabama struggles with. I don't know if Jefferson will be able to get it uh, enough yards through the air God, I'm just back and forth on that line. I think it's about perfect. I think it's about a 17, 20-point game. Um, yeah, I think Arkansas over that 17-and-a-half is, is likely, though. Uh, I, I don't be, yeah, because Alabama is uh, – let me find this real quick. What theirs is, it's like 43-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. That's risky. I mean, they may Too get much. but that's – God, you go into a game and you bet somebody's got to score 44 points. There's too much shit that can happen to keep that from, you know, clearing. So I, I, that line scares me. But the other one, I think I can see them maybe getting there. Yeah, I could too. You got to remember, Alabama's given up points uh, to teams like Florida, who's not very good. You know, I mean, they give up points to Tennessee. Yeah. Um, A&M. Yeah, A&M went up down the field on them. So this defense is not great uh, for Alabama this year, just not. So uh, I missed this comment, but uh, Dennis is going to go against us on that Georgia Tech-Notre Dame game. He is going to go Georgia Tech. He thinks Notre Dame, Dame, if I could talk, is looking ahead to Stanford. 17 is a lot of points. Georgia Tech has played teams close. you know, I don't think they're looking ahead to Stanford. I don't think they have a whole lot of respect for Stanford. But it, I think not having a whole lot of respect for Georgia Tech is how Georgia Tech covers in this situation. Yeah, I do too. And here's the deal with Notre Dame. They may this is this happens to teams. They may see those two teams coming up and be a little bored. It's yes. possible. It's possible. 
that they don't have a whole lot of motivation, you know, for these two games. Yep. So we'll just have to see. Yeah, you know, they're they're probably sitting up there thinking, ah, I don't know if we're gonna get in the playoffs. What do we got to look forward to? Uh, we're gonna have a really good bowl game. Yeah. You know, and Notre Dame didn't that's not that's not their goal every year is to get to a really good bowl game. So they might have a little bit of a letdown, maybe. It's it's possible. Uh no conference championship game to kind of yeah. build towards either. Um, so that that could play uh, a factor. Russ is the resident uh, Razorback, and he says Bama and the under. He does not like the matchup this week for the Hogs. Uh, Russ right. usually picks against the Hogs, but didn't last week, and right. it worked out. So, uh, <laughs> and, and then uh, Dennis says he could see Arkansas putting up thirty or putting up seven. Yeah, I mean, really? it really is going to come down to how how much success Jefferson has through the air in this yeah. game, and and he's. He, at times I've watched him and he's, he's looked pretty, pretty good. And at times he hasn't. So we'll see, they're going to have to give him time. That's going to be a big, big factor uh, in this game. So, all right, we'll move on to uh, probably the second biggest game of the, of the weekend, in my opinion, SMU at eight and two, they go on the road to take on the number five team in the country, Cincinnati at 10 and 0 Cincinnati an 11 and a half point favorite. Um, boy, they just haven't really looked like an 11 and a half point favorite against anybody the last four or five weeks. Where are you leaning in this one? Well, I hope they beat the holy crap out of SMU. I don't have nothing against SMU. I hope they beat them like 60 to seven. And then what's that committee going to do? That's right. what I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's going to happen, but that would be, that would be sweet if it did. Oh, 11 and a half. I would take SMU and the points in this. SMU's offense is really good. The only thing we're looking at here is this the game that Cincinnati's been waiting for? Is this the one that they, you know, where they're going to let it all out, you know, and, and they really are going to prepare? It's just a lot of pressure on an undefeated team to keep undefeated until they get to the big game. And they had three or four that they had to win against lesser opponents. They didn't play real well until they got to this game. Sometimes this will be like if their pressure's off of them now. Now let's go let it out against a really good team. So I would take the I would take uh, SMU and the points and the other one that you liked and I do too is take uh, SMU and over the 25.5 team points. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to score in this game. This this should be a really good game. Yeah, it should be. It really should be. Uh I I I feel like SMU covers this. I think this is going to be a nail biter. And listen, I don't think Cincinnati's played exceptional defense these last few weeks either. Oh, and, and this is the best offense they face. This is one of the best offenses in the country. SMU can really move the ball. They've got good skill people. They've got a good quarterback. It's going to be a big challenge for Cincinnati. I, I'm I'm not saying. It's going to be a full upset, but I think this is a one-score game. So I'm going SMU plus the 11.5 and SMU over at 25.5. Uh, Aren't you really rooting for Cincinnati? Yeah, I would like to see Cincinnati win. For I, sure. I would do. For sure. Uh, I, want I, them, I, I want them to go undefeated yeah. and put that pressure on this committee because for all of us that's wanting this playoff thing to expand, mm -hmm. where it makes freaking sense, mm -hmm. go to eight or 12 teams, We'll take eight, but 12 would be great. We need to have this damn controversy going. Yeah. And if a 13, let's say they go 13 and 0 and they beat Notre Dame mm -hmm. and they beat SMU and they beat a one loss Houston, 
-hmm. and they don't get in there, then that's going to really feel some and, fire. And coming off a year where they were great and almost yes. beat Georgia in a bowl game. Absolutely. It's not like they came out of nowhere. This team, we thought they would be good before the season, and they are. Yeah, um, yeah I'm rooting for that. I want yeah, controversy. And I'll tell you another thing that these idiots up there aren't taking into consideration. Of course, it hadn't happened yet. But if yeah. they go 13-0, they've been under tremendous pressure. Yeah. And if yeah. they do that and they don't get in the playoffs, that's just total bullshit, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. Um, it, it, it would it would be an outrage. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm rooting for them. Um, I also like SMU a little bit. Uh, I do. like Santa Mordecai and Grant Calcaterra. So I right. uh, wouldn't be upset. But, yeah, Cincinnati going undefeated would be would be great. I, I'm definitely Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If we had Tanner Mordecai down here, down at OU, where he was, instead of the two yo-yos we've got, yeah. would we be 10 or no? Probably. Because <laughs> he would have had some stability. There would have been some stability there. You know, wouldn't mind having the Calcaterra either. We're missing a guy like that. And we are, yeah, stability at the quarterback situation. Yeah. We've been. Yeah. We've seen some highs, some yeah. really, really good football, especially from Caleb Williams at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we've seen a lot of lows, too. And like I said, uh, Tanner Mordecai is just even. Yeah. So we'll see, though. This yeah. is the first time he's been on the big, big stage. So we'll see how he performs. You know, that's that's the other thing. It's it's <laughs> not saying it's, it's not easy to play quarterback anywhere, any level, but – it's easier to go down to SMU and play in that conference and, and your games are Thursday night at nine o'clock and Saturday at 11 in the morning and, and ESPN plus televises your game versus, you know, playing yes. every week in national television, big stage. No so, doubt about it. Yeah. So we'll see though here at this game. Uh, yeah. It's on ESPN at two 30. So this is, this is a big one. A lot of eyes will be on this one. Um, Michigan, Maryland. Is this a look ahead game for Michigan? I mean, the answer has got to be yes, but will they look ahead? Maryland, not very good. Michigan, a 15-point favorite on the road. What do you see here? Well, I think it's possible trap game. I think Maryland is poorly coached. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I do. Uh, I just don't think they're very good. Uh, they can score points, though, which is a concern if I was a Michigan fan. I would be sweating this out, no doubt about it. But I no. think Michigan is level-headed enough. Um they haven't been nine and one in a long time. I think they're going to be zeroed in, and I think they get the job done. They may have some some scares early in the game. I could see maybe Maryland busting one on them early and getting ahead. But I think their overall defense and scheme and everything will take care of a poorly coached Maryland team. Yeah, I, I kind of think you're right. Um, I I wouldn't bet this game one way or the other. I don't think. Michigan is on upset alert, but I do think 15 points for Michigan is a lot, you know, that's going to yeah. be tough for them to cover. And if they do have some trouble early, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit worried about them covering, but yeah, I do think uh, overall uh, Michigan gets the job done here and moves on to that Ohio state game. There's no if doubt. I, if I was going to bet something, I would bet Michigan under the 36 and a half. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Uh, we will move on. Nebraska three and seven. They're firing pretty much every assistant they have. They go on the road this week to maybe the hottest team. At, well, I should say one of the hottest teams in the Big Ten, Wisconsin. Only a nine and a half point favorite is Wisconsin here, number fifteen in the country. A team that's going to play in the Big Ten title game most likely. What do you think? 
Well, I think that it's this because Wisconsin's offense is not very explosive. And does anybody beat Nebraska worse than nine and a half? Yeah. They just don't. Nebraska is one of those teams that just makes mistakes at critical times and they can't make the play when they have to. So mm-hmm. I think the line is that way. I kind of wanted to bet Wisconsin in this, but I just can't because uh, Nebraska is, you know, they're not, they're not that bad. They just play bad in bad in the, in the wrong time. So uh, what did I write on this one? Um Oh, Nebraska's only supposed to score 14 and a half. I would take the Nebraska over 14 and a half any day. I think that's the best bet in here as well. I'll also take Mich- uh, Wisconsin minus nine and a half, though. I just think they're playing well. Too you don't well. like Nebraska. <laughs> What's, no, I don't like Nebraska. You know you don't. I don't. And, and so we're to the three games here uh, that Dennis said he could see all these teams, you know, maybe getting upset. Yes. Um, I, I could, I could, I, I don't disagree. I, I think all of these teams that we're going to talk about here can cover. I don't know if they, all of them can go ahead and pull off the upset. Uh, we'll see what happens. The last one he, uh, uh, Dennis mentioned was Virginia at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, another four, 14 and a half point favorite. Virginia was terrible uh, last week, but overall they haven't been bad this year. Uh, Pittsburgh, they're just kind of a team that really should be 10 and 0, lost two ridiculous games. But what do you think here? 14 and a half is a lot of points. Hold on just a minute, Aaron. We have an update on what happened. Uh, Juliet, Julian Jones. Yes. His, they're not going to execute him. That is good news. Julius Jones was on death row, and he was within four hours of being executed for a crime. It does not sound like he committed. So I'm getting this from uh, my lovely wife, Sandy. Sandy, what are they saying? Said they spared him, whatever that means. Okay, well, some somehow the governor spared him. Okay, so the governor, so well, he's off executing today. That's that's great. Um, yeah, so many celebrities, many athletes. Uh, and we're not gonna get into the whole story, but Julius Jones, former running back at Notre Dame and in the NFL as well, uh, slated to be executed today, but that's not going to happen. That is good news. That I've is. been worried about that for three days. So okay, let's go on then. Thanks. Eight minutes ago, ago, she said. That's great. Been granted clemency. Maybe some of our lawyer people on here will know what that means. (laughs) All right. Well, back to the uh, what we're doing. Yep. Uh, That probably that little tidbit probably didn't matter to anybody but us. But anyway, of the three that I see, if this Virginia Pittsburgh game was in Virginia, I would really lean towards an upset, but it's at Pittsburgh. Virginia was awful last week. I I think that line's too high. I would take Virginia in the points, but I think Pittsburgh's going to win. Yeah. Uh, Russ agrees. Virginia in the points as well. I'm with you, Virginia in the, in the points. I'm with everybody on that, but I do think Pittsburgh's going to win this game, but um, I think it'll be a back and forth game. I think it'll be a lot like the North Carolina Pittsburgh game last week, which we talked about. And it's like, oh, this is going to be fun to watch. And it was. It went into overtime. Right. You know, I'm not a Pittsburgh. I've always thought Pittsburgh's soft. Yeah. They kind of showed me something last week because North Carolina yeah. tied that thing right at the last and, and they just kicked their butt in overtime. I, they, that, was, that was a big win for them, I think. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, Dennis asked the question, if I've seen AEW yet, yes, I have. I'll, I will uh, make a comment on that in between the college and the NFL as a segue to the NFL. Dennis said you had a rant last night too. What's Dennis? This? Yeah, he was on the, on the show last night. Uh, I had a rant about, uh, people on Twitter. Um, yeah, that was, <laughs> it was a good one. Okay. I, I don't want to get into it again, right. uh, but okay. yeah, I was, Goodness. I was very angry. Okay. Uh, well, wait a minute. You skipped the. Roadrunners. Oh, I did. You, I, I see. You, you've got me. I, I'm so excited to get to this AEW comment. I'm going to make that. I okay. Uh, well, why don't you get that out of the way? No, I'll, I'll, I'm going to save it. Going to save okay. it. Make sure Dennis yeah. stays on long enough for to hear yeah, it. Dennis, uh, stay on. Yeah. All right. So UAB goes on the road to to take on uh, uh, Texas San Antonio. Texas San Antonio trying to stay undefeated. They're four and a half point favorite. UAB pretty darn good. They're seven mm -hmm. and three. Uh, I took UAB plus you four did. and a half. That surprised think? me. Yeah? You're just not a roadrunner like me. I I like I Wiley Coyote. Well, why did you take them? And uh, the roadrunner. Uh, I just think reason. they're living on borrowed time. You do? Yeah, I, I think, think UAB is to get them. Yeah. If this game was in Birmingham, I definitely would have picked UAB. I just don't think UAB is quite as good as they have been. So I'm going to go with the Roadrunners and, until they get beat. And I'm hoping they go undefeated because that would be pretty neat for them. For sure. And one of three undefeated teams yeah. left. So that's yeah. it's really cool that they're there. Um, yep. Yeah, hopefully they can keep winning. They get in the top 25. I think UAB spoils it uh, this, this week, though. Uh, a couple games. We won't talk about BYU going to Georgia Southern or Syracuse, North Carolina State. Now, those are games I don't care if I ever watch, but right. one that I've kind of been bullish on, uh, Baylor goes yeah. <laughs> Baylor goes to Kansas State uh, this week. Baylor up to number eleven at eight and two. Kansas State unranked seven and three. K State a one point favorite. You kind of like Baylor. You called them a good team last week. I did. Do they do they justify those comments uh, to you uh, or for you in this game uh, on Saturday? Well, they are Baylor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and Kansas State, you know, you and I have been out there two or three times. That's a hell of an environment. It really is. It is. Their fan base is rabid. This is how many people in the country know that Kansas State is seven and three? Yeah. You know, they're that's if they win eight and three, and I think they got Texas next week, don't they? Yeah. They could go nine and three. Yep. Pretty dang good. So they've slipped up on everybody. This is a huge game for them. Baylor is coming off what they, you know, the biggest win they've had in a while. One point, simple bet, guys. You like Kansas State, take them. You know, they're, you can't lose if they win. So, yeah, I love Kansas State. That's, that's who I'm taking 100%. Yeah. Their three losses have all been really close, too. Uh, 11-point loss on the road at Oklahoma State in a game where they turned it over a ton of times. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they should have won that game, or they at least should have kept it closer than 11. Uh, that tough OU team, they got beat by six. And then Iowa State did beat them by 13. That's probably their worst game. Well, uh, that, was at, that was at Ames, wasn't it? No, that was at home. Oh, it was. So that was a bad loss. It was coming off a bye. I kind of thought they'd beat them. Um, 
But yeah, they've won four in a row since that. They really haven't played uh, that good of opponents. You know, they went to Texas Tech and won. They went uh, to Kansas and won easy. They did beat TCU at home, and they beat West Virginia at home. They beat them pretty easily. So, well, here's the deal too. Other than Oklahoma State, there is no one any good to play mm-hmm. in the Big Twelve. So who the hell were they going to play? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you believe in home field advantage, you go with Kansas State. Yeah. And, and the commenters are saying, Russ saying it's a it's a letdown, or is it a letdown for Baylor? I, I yeah. don't know how it wouldn't be. And no. is K State ready for a big game? Probably not if it was at Baylor, but at home, I I think. But listen, ready. I'd be ready. And I don't think it's a big game because I don't think Baylor's any good. No, I think the two teams are pretty game. similar. It's a big game for Kansas State. Oh, it. That's it's not fair for me to say that because this is the number eleven team coming into game. Yeah, so. and that's eight wins. You know, yeah. we're not talking about a. You know, this is uh, this is a place where they have realistic expectations. Yep. You know, eight and three, nine or eight and four, nine and three. That's damn good at Kansas State. Yep. You think about their recruiting. Where where do they get their players? Things like that. This is a team that plays to their potential, and you got to like teams like that. Yep. You know, sometimes I wish I rooted for teams like that instead of these arrogant bastards I root for. So <laughs> uh, I hope they win. I really – I'm not a big – I don't like Baylor very well. I yeah. think it would be funny if Dave Aranda, who's the king of the world one week, would be down in the shitter the next week, don't you? Well, again, people forget. I have nothing against Dave Aranda. Nothing. That has nothing to do with what happened last week. He beats a bad Oklahoma team, but people forget they lost to TCU the week before. Yeah. You know? After TCU had fired their coach, they're not any good. Their record's horrible. And TCU lost 63-17 to Oklahoma State the next and, week. And so, I, wish, I wish I hadn't said that because he's done a hell of a job at Baylor. I, I don't mean that at all. He's he's done a really good job there. He has, and if he's smart, he'll get the hell out of there. Oh, no question. A lot of these see, jobs bouncing around, he needs to take one if it's offered him. So Dennis has has this angle. It works all the time. He says season-defining win against OU for Baylor. I would say it was, and now it's the next week. He's yep. going the opposite direction. I, I think mean. it's smart. I do. Yep, it's worked all year for Dennis. Uh, and if you followed the show or watched the show, you've seen him say it uh, a ton. So, all right, we'll move on to the other huge, huge game on the docket. Number three, Oregon, 9-1. and one. They go on the road, number 23, Utah, 7-3. and three. Boy, Vegas really agrees with number three ranking for Oregon, don't they? Oregon is a three-point underdog in this game, which shows you how stupid this ranking is that they're number three. Um, what do you think, though? Is Vegas right, and does Utah win this game? This just shows you what kind of year we're having. Yep. It's Georgia and whoever else you want to throw in there for the most part. Yeah. The number three team in the country is playing a seven and three team and they're three-point underdogs. That's just – and we're – I mean, it's an Oregon team that's got some respect nationwide. Yep. And I wouldn't bet a nickel on Oregon, would you? No. No, I think Utah wins. Well, here's the thing. I, I was writing an article, and, and when you do some research every once in a while, you learn something, and they're – this is a different Utah team. When you think of Utah, what do you think of? You think a tough defense, yep. don't you? They're not as good defensively as they have been, but they're very good on offense, and they've not been in the past, which I think is good for them. In Oregon, you think of offense. 
mm-hmm. and they're not as good as they've been. They're okay. They're not bad, but they're not explosive like they used to be, which I think all plays into Utah's hands in this one. Yeah. Uh, if they win, that's the end of Oregon. So I think that would be funny if Utah beat them and here the number three team went down and everybody's been t- telling the committee, you know. But in the, on the other hand is if Oregon keeps winning – and then we're going to have more controversy at the end of the year, which I like. So I'm torn on this one. Uh, the line, let's see here, that I took, I took the under 59. The under 50, I took the under. Under 59, I think that's pretty good. Based on what you laid out there, I think that does make sense. Uh, yeah, Utah's problem early in the year was the quarterback situation. Yeah. I just walked off and left that they had starting. And yeah. so they they got it settled, and now they're pretty good. They've been potent. They yep. don't their defense is not as good as usual, but it may be because their offense is better. You yeah. know, sometimes when you get better offensively, your defense isn't as good. So well, it's it's a situation sometimes with these teams, they're defending less possessions when the yes. offense is struggling and it's a grinded out type of offense. And now you got to defend more possessions and yes. you know you get exposed a little bit. I think Russ is right. Oregon might be walking into a buzzsaw. I think they are. If you've ever watched Utah at night at home, you better be strapped on to beat yep. them because they're, they're at home at night. That, that atmosphere is crazy out yeah. there. I the think only, Utah gets it done. I do too. The only thing is, and this is probably minor, but the game's at 4.30 out there instead of what it's usually at 6.30. Don't worry. It'll be dark. It'll oh, be dark. I know, and they're going to be ready. Yeah, this will be a good one to watch. This will be fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely uh, be watching this one. Yeah, this is going to be a hell of a game for sure. Uh, we'll move on. Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, don't care about that one much. Mm. Don't think anybody does. Uh, Oklahoma State, that's our last uh, college football game we'll talk about, and we'll get to AEW update and to the pros. Oklahoma State, a 10-point favorite. They're number nine in the country. They're, you know, I think they've got a legitimate, I'll call it, shot to make the playoff if they win out. But this has kind of been their kryptonite. They go down to Texas Tech, and they get beat. Um, yes. And here they are again. It's a game before Oklahoma. Everybody's talking about that o- Oklahoma game uh, there at Oklahoma State. Do they slip up or can they kind of, you know, go down to Lubbock and finally win? Well, this is where we're going to find out what they are. Yeah. Because they've always lost this game in the past. And uh, this is a, I've been saying this all year. This is a different type of Oklahoma State team. They are tough and they, they grind games out, but they get better on offense now. There's absolutely no reason for them to lose this game, but we've seen them do it many, many times. They got their shot at derailing Oklahoma and winning the conference for the first time in forever. And playoffs, I don't know. If Oregon gets beat and they went out, I think they're I think they've got a shot. What's the pressure going to be? Are they going to be able to handle it or not? That's the whole key. Can they do it? Can can Gundy pull the strings when he has to? That's that's, that's going to be the big thing. And uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, they fired the coach. I'm talking about Texas Tech, yes. and, and they came to te- uh, OU, and they were awful. Yep. 
But then Texas Tech picked up a win last week. It did. And now they've got confidence. And yeah. this game's at night, and that's another atmosphere that is completely different at night Nuts. versus the daytime. Been out there many times at night, and it's crazy. It's you know, crazy. you goes out there, it's nuts. I know. It's and a, that's a cool little place. Lubbock is one of those places out in the middle of nowhere. The fans are going to turn out for this one because number nine's coming to town. Yep. And yeah, uh, I think Oklahoma State wins. I don't know. That 10 might be just a tad too much. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think I think Texas Tech covers Oklahoma State wins. I'm I'm right there with you. Dennis says, "Is this the junior rivalry of Oklahoma Texas?" Like, well, you can't have the big one, but you both get this one. Uh, <laughs> have fun, little guys. Um, maybe. I don't think that's a bad comparison. No. Um, a rivalry that doesn't involve Oklahoma Texas, uh, meaning those two teams like OU OSU, obviously a bigger rivalry. Well, the only thing is when tech comes to Oklahoma state, it's not a game. That's true. They usually handle them yeah. it, over the years. though, if you go look at the scores of these games, my God, there's been some, some high scoring affairs, yes. some wild yes. stuff. It's a good rivalry. It, it is. It is. That's probably not the worst way to describe it uh, there, Dennis. I, I it makes sense. The other thing um, that was surprised a lot of people, if you will look since about 2010, maybe even before that, Oklahoma State's in the top 10 in the country and wins. Mm -hmm. And not very many people know that. They've been very, very consistent. Yep. They just can't win the big one. That's right. Been the so problem. this year, can they do it? That's the yeah, question. Um, all right. I told Dennis I would answer the AEW question. He asked if I saw AEW last uh, last night. And yes, as soon as we got the podcast, uh, wife and I went down and watched it. Uh, first off, great pay-per-view Sunday. Uh, I thought other than maybe uh, the street fight, I hate I hated it with Jericho and, and uh, Dan Lambert and that bunch. But other than that, I thought every match was really, really good. Uh, just solid. Not, no match really like, wow, that's a, that's a five-star, unbelievable. Every other one, every one was just really good. Last night, I thought there were two segments on AEW Dynamite that were probably better than anything they've done on television so far, save for maybe Omega versus Danielson. I thought the segment where Danielson turned heel on, uh, on Hangman was fantastic. I thought that was, that was really, really, really good. And the CM Punk MJF segment may have been one of the best things I've seen uh, CM Punk do since his debut. I, I just thought that was fantastic. I think the expectation level for those two matches for me rival anything that I've, I've been involved with yet at AEW. I just think Danielson versus Hangman, the, the potential for that is so good. And CM Punk versus MJF, that's a feud I hope they do for months. That, that could be fantastic. Good. The CM Punk really hasn't had that feud that really gets you excited yet. I know he wrestled Eddie Kingston, and it was really good, but it lasted like two weeks, and now it's over. Punk versus MJF, that's something they could really build to. So I thought it was great, Dennis. I thought I think AEW right now is, is putting out their best content yet. So that's, that's where I landed on that one. Papa Dude, any thoughts before we move on? Well, I've always said, you know, everybody has a character flaw in their system. <laughs> And I thought Aaron had outgrown this. I really <laughs> did. I, you know, he had it when he was younger, and I thought he'd outgrown it. But listen mm -hmm. to him go through this now. Yeah. That's his character flaw. And if that's the only thing he's got, then that's okay. So. Well, like I've, I've told people before, uh, the sports racing uh, website was not my first website. 
uh, wrestling. <laughs> That's true. The wrestling website. The wrestling what, uh, His his room that he lived in here. <laughs> uh, my grandson. Sure, it, it's his room now. Yeah. And he pulled out all of the old wrestling uh, <laughs> posters that Aaron had, and they're hanging up in the walls back there. And so, yeah. Well, Thanksgiving on. next week, and I'll probably go steal all those back. So you can have them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's great. I agree, Dennis. Uh, you know, Danielson and Hangman, two baby faces. You had to turn one of them. There's no way you're going to turn Hangman. You got to turn Danielson. I mean, you just had to do it. He's a he's a he's a fan favorite. He wrestles kind of like a heel, though, right? He really does wrestle like a heel. Um, and boy, he was really good last night as a heel. I liked him better as a heel than a baby face. So, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. And then, yeah, Dennis, uh, when I was in high school, a friend and I uh, started a. It's called the Wrestling Informer page. It's no longer around, but we went to independent wrestling shows and covered those guys. And we actually covered some guys and ended up making. Uh, into WCW or WWF at the time. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We, we kind of lost interest in it. But, yeah, <laughs> good time. So, anyway, we'll move on. What a segue from AEW Wrestling to yeah. the Patriots and the Falcons tonight. <laughs> well, this is about as fake, too, so. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, so we'll talk about the Patriots. Six and a half point favorite on the road tonight against the Falcons. We've seen some wacky shit on Thursday nights. That's yep. the biggest pause for this game. What do you think? Well, because of the wacky stuff I've seen, the, the, the line I like would be the Falcons plus the points yeah. uh, because I just have seen too much go on. If I was the Patriots, as, as good as they're playing, just get a win tonight. If it's 1918, take it and get the hell out of there. That's what I would do. I, I don't see anything else really that I like. Everybody <laughs> loving the Papa Dude talk. About yeah. Being faker than wrestling. He, uh, I tell yeah. you, he can't complain about his childhood. He was allowed to do about what he wanted to. Yeah, no, I, I never complained about my childhood. <laughs> no. But I'll say one thing. He did get home when he was supposed to and stuff like that. So. Listen, I, for A, I've never complained, and B, you can't oh, complain about me. I didn't do anything. I, I don't. I did. No, no, you did. Not not that I ever knew about. So that's, <laughs> that's right. If you, yeah. yeah. Wasn't like me. <laughs> magic always says if it's it's not illegal if you don't get caught. That's magic no, line. So yeah. My parents can't say the same thing. <laughs> uh, oh well, go on. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna take the Patriots. I, you know, I know it's. You're going to take that line, are you? You're going to take. You're going to take him to cover. Yep. I hope I, so. Listen, I know, I know it's against the trends, but I'm taking them. That's all right. I like the Patriots. I'm a fan, so I am too. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, all right, we will move on to the Colts and the Bills on Sunday. The Bills, a seven-point favorite against the Colts. Colts kind of need a win, no doubt about it, to kind of keep in the wild card chase. Guess what? Bills need to win, too, to stay in first in that division. Maybe. We'll see what happens this game tonight. But what do you think here? Bills are a seven-point favorite. I don't really like the Colts. I'm going to take the Bills, but what do you think? Well, Indy's been playing better, mm -hmm. and, uh, and the Colts have struggled a little bit. If I was going to venture, I would go ahead and take the Colts and the points. Games in Buffalo, that's big. And uh, see, the temperature is supposed to be 49, so that's that's okay. 
Uh, it is. It's a huge game. If the Colts win this, they're in the playoff hunt. They really mm-hmm. are. So huge game. Like I say, I if I see if I got anything else here, I can bet on this. I got all this written down. Pretty impressive. I would take the Colts over 20 and a half. Yeah, I think that's not a bad bet. I think the Bills, though, we're gonna rack up the points here. Um, I don't I don't know. But and I'm with Russ. It's like Colts are riding the ball well, but can they do it in Buffalo? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not they sure. Better be I think the, the, the Colts are kind of a house of cards. I don't think they're great. So. Well, they better be able to run it because if they can't, they're in trouble. Yeah, they're screwed for sure if, if Carson Wentz has to throw it for them to move the ball. Um, yeah, all right. Let's let's move on. By the way, shout out to Madison Halterman. She got her license. I just got a text message. Hey, so, great. Great. Yes, yes. Your niece is now a licensed driver. So. Yeah. If you're right. driving through Missouri, make sure to put your seatbelt <laughs> on because Madison is now. <laughs> that is cool. That's really cool. <laughs> All right. We'll move on uh, to the Ravens and the Bears. Ravens, a four and a half point favorite after getting embarrassed last weekend uh, against Miami. Uh, this weekend goes to another bad team on the road. The Bears, do the Ravens play down to the level of their competition again or do they come out and take care of business? I would just give you one piece of advice. Stay away from the Ravens game. Don't even, don't even try to bet it. Who, who can figure them out? I can't. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't want to talk <laughs> those bastards. After last week, I don't want to talk about them. I hate the Ravens. I really do. I do too. I didn't used to, but I hate them after watching them this I don't hate them. I just, you can't, you don't know what they're going to do. So one week I think they're good and the next week I don't. So I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of ridiculous. You can trust team. these two teams. So we're doing here next. <laughs> I was going to say, how about uh, jumping out of that Ravens and into the frying pan that is Cleveland? That is a disaster. Cleveland at home this weekend, 11 and a half point favorite. As of now, it sounds like Nick Chubb's going to play in the game. That will help Cleveland tremendously. Like I said, 11 and a half point favorite. And they play the Lions, who are 08 and 1. Another team, you just week to week, you never really know. Yeah. They're almost beating teams. They're tying teams. They're getting blown out in games we thought they could win. 11 and a half points is a lot for Cleveland. Absolutely. I, I would bet. I would never bet the uh, Browns with a double-digit line like that. Yeah. But the one I like the best is the Browns under 28 and a half. I mean – how like how could they score 28 and a half? I <laughs> cannot see it. I cannot see it. I right here. Yikes. Stay away. <laughs> I'm not giving it's anything out on this. One and a half. I don't. I just don't think they do. Honestly, I'm with if you're gonna t- if you said take a team, you have to take a team. I'm with Dennis. I'm taking the Lions plus eleven and a half. I mean, let's look at this logically. They didn't lose last week. <laughs> Well, that's not (laughs) – Well, hold on. Pittsburgh beat the Browns, and then the Lions tied Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. Now, I know they didn't have Big Ben, but logically, the Lions will keep it closer than 11.5. So, I'll I'll give out the Lions. Lions plus 11.5. When you – I'd hate to be coaching a team like Cleveland that's had all this shit that's happened to them, and they do have some excuses. They do. And then you get you got to you got to win. You have to win this game. You lose, and you might as well just toss it in. Wouldn't you be worried about how they're going to come out and play? Because I, it's silly to say, but they got some pressure on them to play well. You know, they got to win. They have to. Yeah, eleven and a half, way too much for me. 
They might have, uh, Russ says they might have uh, wasted their <laughs> game of the year on a tie, or best game of the year on a tie. Oh, yeah. I the good know. news is they don't have to play their best to beat uh, Cleveland, no. I don't think. So. I know we're not saying they're going to win. We're not saying Detroit's going to win. Honestly, I think they could, though. Well, sure. That's <laughs> so sad. If I you said you said something about if I was coaching Cleveland and then you went on. If I was coaching Cleveland, I would be making calls to my agent every day. Get me out of here. I'll go anywhere. Where <laughs> Minnesota State? Yes, I'll take it. What are they paying? Five hundred dollars? I'll take it. Get me out of here. Gosh, I think Stefanski's a great coach, and I I just think it just they're just a jinx franchise. So <laughs> I'll leave it at that. All right. We'll go on. Uh, the Texans and the Titans. I think you can find better games. That one. Uh, you know what? The Tennessee, a 10 point favorite, but Tyrod's back. And I think oh, he will help immensely. Good so, old Tyrod. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I think you can find better games. Well, and this maybe is one. I think this is going to be a hell of a game. Green Bay's eight and two, but they go on the road to take on the Vikings, who are four and five. Green Bay only a one and a half point favorite. And, you, and again, if you if you don't follow it, you might stop and say, "Well, that, that I'm going to take Green Bay. That that line doesn't make any sense." The Vikings are the best four and five team I've ever seen. Yep, they just every game. It's like, damn, they should have won that game. You know, they, you know. So I think they're going to be in it. They really, really need to win this. It's a mm-hmm. divisional game. Can the Vikings pull the upset? Well, yeah, sure, sure they can. Green Bay's offensively, people, they're not that good. I don't give a shit who the quarterback is. They're not scoring points. Mm-hmm. You look at their games. They're, they're not a high-octane offense. Mm-mm. Their defense is playing really well. So that's the key. Can, can Minnesota muster enough of an offense to beat them? But I'm not high on Green Bay's offense. And I thought they were god awful last week against Seattle in that seventeen to nothing snooze fest. And I think Seattle gave them a touchdown in there too. They didn't do much offensively. Of course, I know Rogers hadn't probably lifted his leg for two weeks. But anyway, uh, here's the thing: if they win, they're five and five. They're right in the picture for the wild card. The Vikings are only two games behind Green Bay. I don't think they can catch Green Bay for the division, no way. But five and five. The problem with the Vikings is their schedule is so tough. Even after this game, it's it's brutal. They've had a brutal schedule. So what would I pick this week? They're probably going to bite me, but I would go Green Bay under 24 and a half. End of the day, I just think the Vikings have a way of losing close games. Right. And I think this will be close. I'm going to go Green Bay minus one and a half. Um, well, I flirted with the Vikings. Take them. I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. And I, I really kind of wanted to pick Minnesota, but it's just like, I did too. If that came, and it, you know, it came down to this. If that game gets tight, it's Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins. Yep. It's just. It's just not going to well, go well for the Vikings. I think if the Vikings win, they're going to have to win by, you know, 7, 10, and it's it's really not – it, well, it's not here's that close. A, here's another thing. This division has always belonged to Green Bay. Yep. And many, many times the Vikings have had to beat them and couldn't. So you got to kind of look that too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. We'll see what happens with the Vikings. Uh, I, I, gosh, they're they're you know if they lose this week, they're four and six. They're, they're just they're too good to be four and six. So, mm-hmm. I mean, 
We'll see what happens. All right, Dolphins, can they get another one here? They play the Jets. The Jets, uh, you know, uh, are, excuse me, the Dolphins are a three-point favorite. I guess the question is, are, are you going to watch this game, Papa Dude? No, and let's go to the next, or whatever the next one is. <laughs> All right, we'll move right on to the next game. <laughs> I think this one is super interesting. The Saints, who are our team, you talk about a team that's up and down, that's the Saints. You just never know <laughs> week to week what you're going to get. They go on the road to play the Eagles. We've discussed the Eagles a lot. We know that they're not that good, but they just kind of seem to be in games and win games. Uh, they are four and six. They're a one and a half point favorite against the Saints. Surprise. Yeah, I'm what surprised that they're a one and a half point favorite. Yeah. I really am. I can see it the other way. Um, this is a game the Saints really need. Mm-hmm. You know, they would they, they would be have a leg up on the playoffs for the wild card with a win. I think they're going to win. I'll take the saints. I'm going to take the saints as well. I think they, it's a, it's a game where they, it's, it's much, much, much needed that they win it. And mm-hmm. I think they're going to get the job done. I think they're just a better team. So I am going to take the saints as well. Um, you know, I think the biggest question mark I have, they, they played the Titans last week. It was a tough game. They made a comeback, almost tied it. I just hope they aren't flat. You know, that's that's what I'm worried about there. Uh, Dennis says he's our resident Saints fan. He said, I've done it. Saints fan, I leaned them to the Bucks, leaned against the Falcons, took 44 and a half last week. I hate betting the Saints. Eagles minus one and a half. He, he, he wrote it wrong there, but Eagles minus one and a half. So maybe not a good sign there as, as Dennis is. Well, he's, he's a pessimist when it comes to the Saints. Yeah, well, and he's seen that they're kind of up and down. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll go on. Washington and Carolina, is this one you care to discuss? I'll, I'll start no. with that. No. Okay. Although, San Francisco and Jacksonville. Carolina's in, Carolina's in the hunt, though. Carolina, this is a huge game for them, and I think Cam yeah. might start is what I've heard. So That's why I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, 49er, me neither. 49ers and the, and the Jaguars, I will ditto, say. Ditto. Ditto. Yeah, we don't want that one. I will say skip on that one. <laughs> That brings us to the Cincinnati Bengals and the Las Vegas Raiders. Both teams have been disappointing lately. Both teams are five and four. Both need teams need a win bad. At one time, we thought Cincinnati had turned the corner. Mm-hmm. I think we always were a little skeptical of Las Vegas. Cincinnati, mm-hmm. a one-point favorite. So basically, it's a pick game here. Who's going to win this thing? No idea. I, I, I would be lying if I had any feelings on this at all. I, I all the lines, I don't – again, it's one, so whoever you like, pick them. You know, that's what I would do. But I don't like I, – I didn't like anything. I think the one thing I, I would maybe think about playing here is Cincinnati over their team total. I can't remember what it was. 20, well, it was 20 – I've got it right here. 25? Uh, yeah, 24 and a half. Yeah. 24 and a half. Yeah, they had to get to 25. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I would take them over that that's team. That's logical. Yeah. Other than that, I would not bet this game. Mm-mm. I think Cincinnati's going to win, but who knows? Dennis says, here's an oddball bet. Bengals Raiders first quarter over nine and a half points. So the first quarter line is nine and a half. Is that right, Dennis? Um, yeah, I mean. Well, seven to three. You got you it. You would think that would definitely be possible. Yeah. And I it is know. an oddball bet for a gambler like you, Dennis, to just really got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. We'll. Move on. Uh, <laughs> poor Dennis. We'll move on. To... 
Uh, we'll move on to the Cowboys and the Chiefs. This is going to be a, a really big game. Should be a lot of fun here. Cowboys on the road are underdog. The Chiefs are two and a half point favorite over the Cowboys here. They got back uh, to, to what we expected from them last week. The Chiefs, everybody thinks they're kind of back after a big win last week as well. What do you think about this game? Well, in our neck of the woods, this is a huge one. Because I'm, I'm going to venture a guess that there's obviously more Chiefs fans here where we live. I'd say Dallas is second, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. I'd say there's yep. more Dallas fans. Yep. Uh, they would be next in our area. So it's kind of a, a really a, – when these two teams play, it's always fun around here. I think this could be a great one. I really do. Um, I think Dallas's defense is better than people think. Yep. And I think Kansas City's playing better too. This is going to come down to which offense can move the ball the best. I think I want to pick Dallas. I really do. I'm just a little scared of them still. I know you really like them, and I do too. And I went ahead on the website in the article, I went ahead and took Kansas City minus two and a half. But I've kind of trying to talk myself out of that. Again, the the total team totals are 26 and a half for Dallas. They should, if they're going to win, they're going to have to get over that. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you say? Yeah, I would say so. And that's my bet. I bet uh, Dallas over 26 and a half on the team totals. I, I think that was the one that makes the most uh, sense. Uh, Russ says, give me uh, the Cowboys and the better defense. Yeah, the only pause to that, Russ, that I'll say is Kansas City's defense over the last few weeks has been a little better. Really? If you'll look at their point totals that they've given up, uh, they gave up, what, 14 last week? So that's 78 points in the last five games. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's uh, that's 16 points a game. I think a lot of teams would take that. Yeah. Definitely, Dallas, but definitely uh, a different challenge against Dallas for sure. But yeah, I think they're 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 at least playing uh, better. Dennis asked the question: If the Cowboys are so good, why is KC a two and a half point favorite? And then Russ chimed in and said, "Because people still blindly bet the Chiefs." Yeah, Dennis, it just—I'll uh, put your comment back up there. It just seems this team is overvalued every week. They are. We've really seen it. I think everybody still has that belief that Mahomes is going to come out of the funk and the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs mm-hmm. and they're going to get on a roll. Um, you know, I think with this one, it's it's Dallas. It's on the road. The Chiefs are, you know, been to the Super Bowl two straight years. Dallas has just kind of been toiling with mediocrity until this year. I think that plays a little bit into it as well. Um, end of the day, though, I think the Chiefs pull the upset – or, excuse me, Dallas pulls the upset here. But I think the safest bet is that Dallas over what do, you, what do you think score will be? I think it's going to be a 35-28 Dallas. You think so? Yep. Well, that'll be great. I, I think it'll be a shootout. But how many times have we seen these games where you think are going to be shootouts and they don't? You know, they they don't. Yeah. This got it written all over it, though. I mean, there's superstars all over the field on offense for both teams. They, yeah. It's going to be fun and to watch, I think. Listen, in these games where the Chiefs have been in, in situations like, well, this is going to be a shootout, they haven't done a lot of scoring. They haven't been able to match. You, you think about the Buffalo game. They just got smoked. And, you know, and the other key may be this. How well will Dallas run the ball on them? Because mm-hmm. yeah, if they do that, they can run a clock, too. 
and they can run the ball. Don't so. you think Dallas will run all over them? I think they will. Yeah. I think so. I think it'll be a heck of a game. Who's who's stopping Lamb? Who's you know like I don't. Well, yeah. I I just think to me it's we're gonna we're gonna find out is Mahomes really back because I I watched that whole game and if you watch the game and don't just look at the stats, he wasn't great. He did not look like the old Mahomes in that Las Vegas game. His stats do. That's you can't mm-hmm. argue that. But he had some interceptions that were right to the Raiders that they dropped. He had like 50, 50 balls that the Raiders didn't make plays on. I see. Uh, I didn't watch it that closely. So he, he overthrew Tyreek like twice for touchdowns. I mean, he wasn't great, but it, he's going to have to be, I think they're going to get beat this week. So yeah. what, how do you think Dallas, you think Dallas is going to come out and just really play well? Yeah. Oh, I do. I will be shocked if Dallas plays a bad game. If Prescott plays a good game, they're going to win. I'll just make that statement right now. I think he will. If he's on his game, they're going to win. I think I think he will. I think he will. And I'll make this statement. If Kansas City wins this game, they will not lose another one the rest of the year in the regular I, season. I agree. I agree. I, I, they may not anyway, even if they well, lose. Well, they may not. But. Because that, that schedule softens up and their games they simply they yeah. should, should win. Well, so. they're playing in the division so much yeah. these last few games. And there, it's kind of a situation. Their the toughest game after this one is is in Los Angeles, and if that's a big game, the Chiefs are going to win that game. Oh, there's no question. So yes. that's just where I'm at with it. Uh, they're they're going to be able to beat the Chiefs. Will beat the Chargers if it means something. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We're we'll worry about that another week. This this game's going to be a good one this weekend. Yep. This is a can't miss uh, game uh, as far as watching it. All right, let's move on to the Arizona Cardinals uh, at eight and two. They go on the road to play the Seahawks. Kyler Murray is supposed to be back in this game, so it's kind of baffling to me that the Cardinals are only a two and a half point favorite. This was kind of the red flag line of the week. It, maybe it's set this way because they don't know the the you know yeah sure maybe Kyler's going to play, but maybe he's not really healthy. Um, what do you, what did you make of this one? I'm I'm shocked. I'm, I'm guessing that two and a half is because they didn't think he was going to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, there's no respect for the Cardinals yet. There just yes. isn't. It's just, again, it's, it's like, it is, you know, they just haven't proven anything. Mm-hmm. They're not, they haven't been a consistent winner like the Seahawks have. Right. The Seahawks team I saw against Green Bay, whatever it was, that a Sunday night game? I think mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. There's no way. The line I'm taking is Seattle under. 23 and a half. I don't see any way they can score 24 points. It would be fairly shocking to see a, a score over uh, 23 and a half points for Seattle. I would, I would have to agree with that. I'm going to stay away from this game simply because if Kyler plays, but he's not mobile, then yeah. it's not, I mean, it's an upgrade over Colt McCoy, but it's, it's not the same. So I'm just going to take a game, watch it, see what happens with him, how he looks. If he's yeah. back to normal, then we can go back to kind of being able to accurately judge what, what Arizona is next week. So we'll, we'll just kind of see how that one plays out. All right, Sunday night game, and this is another huge game. The Chargers absolutely need a win. They host the Steelers, who, I mean, in this division, as tight as it is for them, they need a win as well. Chargers are a six-point favorite in this one. Um I, the last I heard, Big Ben probably is not going to play in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, if he's not, I think the Chargers win easily. And if he is, I would wait and see what the line is and, and then still bet the Chargers. I think the Chargers win this one easily is what I'm saying. Oh, I don't. 
No. Okay. Those bastards. They they let me down so many times. Uh, I, I you got to assume he's not going to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what you're hearing. You know, yep. he's not going to play. Um, I don't know. Something's wrong with the Chargers. They're just not. Their offense is just not scoring points. Mm-mm. Uh. Again, we got an injury involved here. We got illness, whatever it is. Why he's not playing, you can't really bet it, I don't think, till we find out. I, I just stay away from games where we don't know who's going to play. Yeah, I think you have to, and I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I It's another one. It's like I'll stay away. And then the other thing is, and I don't know, maybe I'm making too much of this, but a guy has COVID. Mm-hmm. He's not practicing. Right. And he he's gets all- off the COVID list. Maybe mm-hmm. he's got a day or two. He's an older guy anyway. It yes, he's old. Mean- going to show up and play a great game you know well it depends on if he had symptoms or not yeah some people don't but if he had symptoms like i had symptoms when i had it which i wasn't that bad but i was exhausted right there's no way i could have played a football game after 10 days of sitting out no no and so you're and, right and i think that was a lot of aaron Rodgers' problem the other night too I, you know yeah. I, he was weak i think yeah, yeah. i agree thing. and if, if rudolph was playing i mean He's yeah. Old, so the line maybe that you might want to look at is because uh, Pittsburgh's going to play defense. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to play defense. You might take the Chargers under the 26 and a half. Yeah. Might yeah I might look at. I could see that as well. Uh, Dennis is right that they're, they're just the they're, Steelers really aren't very good. They just are, you know. Um, so we'll see. And, and Dennis also says he's going to take Seattle's team total under. So he agrees with you uh, as well on the, that one. So. All right, um, we will save the Monday night game for our show on Monday. Um, I, and that's we'll see what happens. I don't. That's not a great game to talk about anyway. No. Um, so yeah, I guess we can wrap it up here. Uh, any any final thoughts you have? Well, Russ answers? had a Russ had a question here. I couldn't do two. He wanted to know. Oh, the I schedule. didn't see it. He wanted to know the schedule for next week show. Oh, where is that? Oh, it's way up there. Oh, schedule for next week. Yeah, we should talk about that. I'm sure we'll um, do Monday the same, won't we? Monday, yes. And then I would say Wednesday will be the day we do the show. We could even do a Wednesday and Friday, maybe, if you wanted to. It's a, we could do that. We could cover um, We could cover the, the Thursday games on Wednesday and maybe do some college and then we could, I, I don't know. It's whatever you want to do. What we could do is do the recap on Wednesday and with that show also the Thursday games and then no, do a Friday we, show covering the weekend. I think we need, need to do a Monday. You think you need to do a Monday? Yeah, I okay. do. For my purposes of writing the articles, it'll be easier for, for me if we keep the same routine. <laughs> Well, I think I don't think we need to do a Friday show if we do a Wednesday okay. show and it's covering the games. I think we'll be fine. Yeah. So, we'll, just ha- right. we'll just have to make our picks a little earlier than what we uh, yeah. usually do. Yeah, with the kind of the caveat of things could change depending on injuries, things like that. Yeah. But so for it's just a day our- earlier, so it'd be fine. Yeah, so for all our big fans, let's plan on Monday and Wednesday. Yes, yes. All, all the all the, the legions and legions That's of right. fans out there. All uh, three of you. Yeah. <laughs> so Dennis and Russ. <laughs> is that maybe we ought to ask you guys? Is that all right with you guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh it is a big slate next week. There's a lot going on. So yeah. 
And those games Thursday, there's a, you know, I think there's what three pro games. I think. Yeah, three pro games Thursday. Really, probably the best game is Mississippi Mississippi State on Thursday. The Egg Bowl. That'd be a hell of a game. So. Yep. Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll plan on that. I'll do it on Monday, Wednesday uh, next week, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Uh, another another good show. Uh, yeah, uh, Dennis says he was hoping for a 3 a.m. stream. That, that would be uh, – <laughs> Well, I tell you what, Dennis, I could not sleep last night. I was up at 3 a.m., so I would have been glad to do one. I don't know why I couldn't sleep last night. I don't know either. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Yeah. We had a good discussion. It was my birthday yesterday. You came up to Joplin uh, – Best Andy, our favorite Andy Griffith show, and Madison oh. Halterman getting her license uh, made me think of Andy Griffith because her favorite was the Jinx, and my favorite was the Loaded Goat. So, what is your favorite? I like the one because I like both of those. Mm -hmm. So I'll just choose a different one. Okay. When uh, Floyd and Barney are fishing, and they run out of gas, and they go to this cabin, and there's three female convicts that <laughs> capture them. Yep. That's my, that's, I'll, I'll put that one in there. And anything Ernest T. Bass was on was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Ernest T. Bass was great. And when he goes Dennis, to school, Dennis, did you watch Andy Griffiths? <laughs> he says, awesome some content there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's a pretty good one. The, the, yeah, there's so many. That's just a classic show. I can't remember the name of that one that you're talking about. Uh, that was called, uh, uh, The Convicts, I believe. Was it called The Convicts? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the female convicts or something. No, yeah. it, was called, it was called Women at Large. Oh, That's Women the, at Large. Okay. <laughs> one of the women was rather large. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he watched it. He watched. What's your favorite, Dennis? Yeah, chime in with your favorite. Uh, if you if you've watched it, you you have a favorite. You have to. So. Oh, you got to have one. Um, yeah. No, I I don't know. I just like the loaded goat. I like that they they <laughs> they walk the goat through the town and he's shaking his head and uh, <laughs> he's going to explode because he ate all the dynamite. I think. Well, since uh, the rest, there's Clayton on. Oh, there. Clayton comes in with the citizens. Hey, you're supposed to be teaching yeah. school, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Clayton, Clayton is supposed to be teaching right now, and he's listening to the show. So. Well, here's the thing. Let's let's rat him out. He teaches PE. Oh well, yeah, so he's so. probably watching the show while they're playing kickball. Yeah, yeah, or dodgeball. Or dodgeball. <laughs> oh, it's his plan hour. What are you oh. planning there, Clayton? Yeah. <laughs> you planning what you're going to eat for Thanksgiving? Is that what you're planning? <laughs> hey, I talk to you, buddy. I know. He's definitely planning out his weekend for sure. Clayton, you we just get together this you week. Uh, this coming week. What's what's oh the three R's? That's what he. I don't know what that is. Three R's. I don't know what that is either. Rest. <laughs> Relaxation. <laughs> uh, is there any kind Wrestling. of beer? Is there any kind of beer that starts with an R? I don't know. <laughs> oh man, yeah. It was, it was. It used to be reading, writing, and arithmetic. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, yeah. Dennis is not gonna give us roll call, roll out the balls, relax. That's yeah. <laughs> And, and give everybody an A, and you, you'll be employed teaching PE the rest of your life. That was Papa Dude's one uh, word of advice to Lindsay, uh, Clayton's co-worker, uh, Papa Dude's niece. He said, here's the deal. You'll never get fired. You teach PE. Don't grade them. Give them all A's. Yeah. So Don't worry about it. You got one sits up in the bleachers the whole damn time and won't dress out. You get an A. It doesn't matter. 
<laughs> it's just be who cares well, maybe the school board's kid so let her sit up there let him sit up there you know <laughs> uh, Dennis finally says he does not have a favorite episode there were some really bad ones but no, the good wasn't. ones are good no no there was never a bad one <laughs> some just some just you know better than others yeah he liked uh, more of the Gomer Pyle USMC uh, and Sanford and Son go uh, go <laughs> Yeah, Sanford stuff was pretty funny, but Gomer, come on, that was the dumbest show that was ever put on. It, is, it seems like Sanford and Sons, like I laugh at that like crazy. It yeah, that was like good. that was like before its time, though. You know, like <laughs> that was good. It was really good. Yeah, but, it was pretty edgy for those days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it, a couple of black guys that weren't on too often. Well, that's in. the other thing. I mean, and I'm not. Listen, this is. We're not being racist or anything, but during those times, there weren't black people on television. No, that's, no, I didn't mean anything by it, but that was very edgy for those yeah, times. That's yeah, it seems like they could put that show on, maybe not now, but in the nineties, and it, it it's like it's kind of the, it hits, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that that was a good one. I, I like I like Sanford and Son a lot. Yeah, that was funny. Now Gomer, I thought Gomer Gomer got old. I just got kind of. He's a he uh, Dennis. He's a gimmick that. It couldn't last if you want to put it in wrestling terms, you know, kind of like um, it was funny on Andy Griffith, though. God. He was, he was. You know, who I really like in, right now in AEW, Dennis. I like Miro, I think they need to do more with him. He is a beast. So, anyway, that's my favorite. That's that's Heather and I's favorite show, AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays. Check it out, seven o'clock uh, central time. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> All right, guys, the wrestling talk's on, which means we're getting off of here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll be right back on Monday, and good luck to everybody playing, uh, whether it's horses or the sports this weekend, a, a good slate. So we'll see you guys right back here on Monday as I'm stalling to try to find the music to play us off. And there it is. All right. See you, everybody. Hey, thank you, guys. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet